When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. LMFM Sunday Sport. With thanks to the LMFM app. Download for free now and take us with you everywhere you go. You're welcome back to LMFM Sunday Sport. I'm delighted to say I'm joined in studio by former Laos forward and now our, our match analyst. And he's uh, picked a good year to be, to be coming on board for that role because it's a Leinster final for Laos next Sunday. Darren Clark, you're very welcome to the studio. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. Um, I suppose there's so much to get through here. I was saying it there on the uh, the little intro before we came into the news. But, you know, everyone's obviously looking forward to, to the Leinster final next weekend. But clearly with any with any kind of uh, progress like this that's made there's a lot of steps involved and you know we looked at the the 2020 team we were just looking at the 2020 team against Longford now it's not just as simple as the, the 15 that started clearly there's a lot of substitutes and everything that came in there but there was five players that started against Longford in 2020 that started against Offaly last Sunday so clearly now lads have gone away whatever there's a lot of different factors involved there and as I said there's still quite a few of them on the panel but a big up overturn in, in players. We might get to that in a moment, but just in general terms, from a kind of a high level, the progress that they've made in the last few years in the league, I suppose, first and foremost, which is where you kind of you maybe earn your stripes and you get up into the level. Like it's been, it's been remarkable, really, hasn't it? It has, Dave. You no, know, in fairness, like uh, I suppose when Mickey and Gavin came in, obviously Louder at a low ebb. They were in Division Four at the time, and obviously lost the Championship game in 2020 to Longford and. Uh, when the lads came in they obviously looked at the panel that was there and a few lads maybe stepped away and, and, and other guys then obviously came in and, and, and they've kind of built that team and it was a good probably foundation from a loud point of view to be able to start in Division 4 and uh, at, that, at that level to be able to introduce new players uh, fresh faces and that and obviously uh, since the seasons have gone on it's been quite a successful period for Loud like they've got promotion from Division 4 and mm. into Division 3 and all the way up competing for promotion in Division 2 this year which is a massive uh, part of it and um, I suppose Mickey and Gavin had looked at the squad and, and, and they've probably built the squad around players with a certain person uh, Personality and you know athleticism traits and that and and the the bunch of guys there at the minute have really bought into the whole scene and 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 they're going at it so well and they're, they're a really good bunch of lads and committed and uh, they, they, you can see clearly that the buy-in they have as well they from from Mickey and Gavin's experience that bringing down from throwing the professionalism and that is really good you know yeah and I suppose the the promotion from Division Four was that you know it was still the COVID hangover and it was a split between North and, North and South and all kind of stuff so they came out of that which was obviously no mean feat but the game that I've I've written down the results from, from last year's league from the 2022 league and the one that sticks out for me 
Um, well, first of all, they drew against Longford, and I remember chatting to Colin Corrigan after that game. I think that game was played on a Saturday, and I remember chatting to him afterwards, and I think Loud got the equaliser late on in that game, and Colin was saying, awful game of football, like, you know, re- nothing really to get excited about. But the next game was the one that kind of, I have the little asterisk beside, because it was Limerick away, it was switched at the last minute to uh, to UL, I think, from sure. the Gaelic rounds. Poor Colin was blown away. I think we lost him at one stage in the second half because he was trying he was trying to pull up his hood or something at one stage. The weather was horrendous. But Limerick were leading that game and I think Lau got something like seven points in the, on the spin towards the end to win it. And that was a kind of a huge turning point for them. And then they went on to beat Westmead, they beat Fermanagh, they beat Antrim, they beat Wicklow, beat Limerick again in the final. But that game against Limerick was the was the real kind of watershed moment I always think when I when I think back on what Lau have done. Because, you know, if you've lost to Leash in the first round as they did, they drew the game against Longford. If you lose to Limerick, your your chances of promotion are pretty much gone at that stage. And the run they went on, as they did in Division Two, that was really the the start of this whole kind of juggernaut now the momentum that they got going really wasn't it yeah 100% Dave like if you look at every season I suppose every game and it, you know it always takes its own twists and turns and you need a kind of moment like that to be able to turn your season and I think the um, very much like this season as well with the win because this season you lost two games you lost to Clare and Derry and then obviously turned around uh, with the Limerick game at home as well so the, uh, that that last year obviously could have went a different uh, path if you hadn't have beaten or drawn with uh, Longford and then got the win against Limerick as well so uh, yeah like uh, in fairness the I remember my dad actually saying he was down that game and he was uh, came back from it and it was a, as you said uh, a Darrow kind of game of football but I think Sam Roy kicked a great score at the end to equalise it and obviously with that equaliser then gives you a bit of momentum a bit of kind of belief and that mm. and they kicked on really the next uh, the next day then as well and that so uh, you can kind of see that building as it comes and and and, and uh, the, the, the kind of momentum you build from a draw and kind of not getting to the defeat so they re- really worked hard on that this year was really good as well unfortunately to lose to Clare down in Clare uh, obviously last minute score and maybe should have had it free up the other end and you know sometimes teams uh, could, could wobble on that end but they came down to Ardy played Derry and they had a really uh, strong game against Derry um, I, was, I was at it and I, I really felt that Loud could have got something out of that game and you can see how strong Derry are at the minute and uh, they're going in the right direction That so Loud are really improving year on year and, and, and it's really great to see from a Loud perspective and uh, you know, you're going to the next game now. And, uh, it's great to see the Leicester final has now arrived, and and there's been a lot of expectation. And you know, I suppose for first time in a long time, from from uh, a loud point of view, you're kind of saying that. Uh, we're nearly expecting the lads to get to a Leicester final, which is great because I suppose you know, look back at the league, you have to be competing so uh, so well in Division mm-hmm. Two and going up the divisions, and they've done that so well this year. Like you know, competing, beating Cork at home, uh, should have beaten Derry. You know, these type of games now really uh, beating me than having yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to rub that in there, but uh, yeah, like that was a great win that day as well for the team, and all them games build serious character within the squad, and you can kind of see it as well. You know down in the matches in Ardy and that the crowd that stays behind and that and the crowd really got behind Loud this year which is great to see and mm. it's something now like as I was saying to a few of the, our own lads and that and a few of the Loud players have been talking that they're on the crest of a wave like and enjoy it like Yeah it's it's fantastic for them and I mean the, the other thing that, that kind of again just making a few notes ahead of this chat the other thing that kind of uh, stuck out for me was consistency that's one word that I kind of had, had jotted down because you remember better than I would but like over the years there's been times where Loud have maybe been expected to perform and I suppose the year after 2010 where they were going into that campaign looking to build on getting to that Leinster final and it didn't work out at all and there's been a few you know performances against I think the likes of Carlo and Wexford maybe one year as well I can't remember exactly but Carlo was definitely one where expectation was maybe high and it didn't work out for whatever reason but the consistency 
that Mickey Hart is getting out of this group. And the Westmead game, I guess, was one of those where you thought, oh, maybe the league, you know, they're not going to be able to build on that. Maybe the expectation is getting the players come out in the second half and put in, I think it was a 2-6 to 2 points or something it was in the second half. So that level of consistency that they show, and this is, you know, it's so key for any team to do it because it's not easy. You know, you've been playing at a high level for a long time. You could do the exact same thing from one week to the next in terms of your preparation and one week it might work out for you, another week it, it mightn't. But that level of consistency that they consistency that they've produced in every single game in the league, you knew what you were going to get from them and they've done it as well in the championship as well against two sticky enough opponents. The consistency has been so impressive from this group. It's been unbelievable, Dave. Like if you look back, obviously yourselves back in 2006, we won the Division 2 league, beat Donegal and it was a great win at the time for us and that going into Division 1 and um, there was a little bit of a fear this year kind of coming into after such a good league campaign, Division 2, like Loud possibly, you know, could have won the, got, got promotion anyway from Division 2 and that and uh, at the time then in the Leinster Championship we played Wicklow I think it was and it took us two or three games to get over them in that year like so it was kind of the high coming off the league and then obviously getting into the Championship so I, I felt that the lads done so well uh, in the Westmead game because they looked kind of like we did back then, a little bit flat in the um, first half, and obviously the performance wasn't up to standard. Uh, but then the second half performance, as you rightly said, two six to two points after half time was absolutely fantastic. Like that Westmead team's a good side. Like they, they, you know, they had won the Tottenham Cup last year, and they had some impressive results in Division Three this year. So when you see the kind of way Loud turned that round, like this Loud team is a formidable side. Like you know, and and you talk about consistency and that, and they've proven that throughout the whole league and. You know, even the game uh, against Offaly, they probably didn't hit the heights that they would have liked to hit, but they still scored 27 points the, uh, over extra time. And, 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 you know, they've blooded a lot of new fellas into the team and um, got the opportunity to do that against Offaly. So from a consistency point of view, they've been really good and really hard to beat and they were really well structured. And I think the structure is really the key thing that uh, Mickey and Gavin have instilled in the team. And once you have structure, you know, it, 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 uh, it probably wins out at the end of the day, like the way they're set up. Yeah, because that's another thing... Um one of my friends was down at the court game last year in the championship and it's easy to say it now he was saying it was an awful an awful game of football uh, the style of football he was saying they were ever, it was so defensive they never really had a go but and I suppose the obvious example everybody thinks about is Jim McGuinness and, and that, that semi-final that infamous semi-final against Dublin where Donegal didn't quite get over the line they did the following year but Again, it's kind of building blocks and steps to be put in place. And maybe last year, Mickey Hart didn't maybe feel like they were ready to go and have a go at teams. They put that defensive stability in place. And now, as you said there, they're racking up scores. They're score- they're, they're, they're playing a really freewheeling style of football, which people at that court game last year probably wouldn't have believed. But it's it's been brilliant to watch, and you've been there to see it. It's been brilliant, Dave. Like they, I suppose that... Th- time again Cork in the qualifiers the lads probably looked at the, who was left in the championship and they would have felt that they mightn't have been at that level to, to meet um, the opposition so they had to come up with that structure and obviously then they've evolved that this year and they've probably the lads have got more accustomed to playing it and um, you can see throughout the league how much it's built up and how, how strong they've been going on the kind of offensive side the defensive side has been good probably needs a little bit more work this year uh, the championship performance the, the, the previous two probably need a little bit of work for next Sunday uh, which I'm sure they've been working on hard over, since the Offaly win but uh, yeah no absolutely the the They've really evolved the system of play and they've really bought into it. And probably the personnel as well that's fitting into it as well is really kind of is what has enhanced it so well. Like, you know, you see the impact of the likes of Craig Lennon, uh, Liam Jackson being a standing coming off the bench this year. And, you know, the squad is kind of working the last day that obviously were able to uh, put in Paul Matches, Kieran Keenan, and Dylan McKeown as well. So they've added the kind of options on the bench as well and they've really expanded the, the panel that they have. 
Absolutely, yeah. Look, we're going to take a very quick commercial break. We'll be back in a moment. Aaron Clark is still with me in the studio, the former Loud footballer. We're looking ahead to the Leinster final next weekend. Darren will be alongside Colin Corrigan, of course, in Croke Park for that one against the Dubs. And we were talking there before the ad break about the consistency and all that kind of stuff that Mickey Hart and the team have brought to the table, Darren. The other thing, and you touched on it there before the ad break that I've, I've noted here, is they're not afraid to, to take chances. They're not afraid to make changes. Obviously, the standout one is probably James Califf and goals and what a success he's been because there was a bit of chopping and changing going on. And Peter McStravick was thrown in out of the blue, I think it was the Derry game, wasn't it, in the league? But yeah. they're not afraid to make changes. And even, you know, coming off the back of a really good second-half performance against Westmead, then last Sunday, he throws Dylan McKeown in out of nowhere and he kicks a couple of points in the first half. So... They're not. They're not wedded to to one set of play, one group of players. They're giving lads their chance, and I know Dylan McKeown was a bit of a bolter. He was in training with them, and, and he gets his start last because Colin was on to us last Sunday before the game. It's a couple of big changes here, so they're they're not afraid to to make changes, even when it's a winning team. They're they're happy to throw lads in and give them their head and give them their their experience. And as you said, that adds to the strength of the panel. But the likes of McKeown last weekend was a case in point. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's great to see Dave that uh, you know it's not a set team and, and, and I suppose that the, the panel has grown over the season as well like there's been a lot of chopping changing in and out but uh, I think the last day it was, it was kind of probably not a thing that we would have been done in the past with maybe loud teams or county teams in general like um, th- you know p- to put the fellas in especially Dylan there like coming in for his first game and he, he done so well like he kicked a, a lovely point off his right foot and then the same into the hill and his left foot you know so what you've done now is you've kind of expanded the panel and you've kind of given uh, further options as well which is great to see and um, I, I felt myself looking at the game as well that maybe Mickey and Gavin looked at it and they were kind of maybe in their own selves confident that you could win the game so they felt it was probably a good opportunity to get fellas back and game time into fellas and going into the Leinster final now obviously the train has obviously been up the ante and they're kind of working harder and there's places up for grabs now as well so it's great to see it and, and, and uh, for young fellas like that coming in as well it bodes well for the future to see but I suppose you mentioned James as well like James has been excellent this year since he went into goals he's uh, he, he probably gives the defence that bit of calmness as well he's able to come out the field with the ball he's very comfortable and I would have played with him at the time in midfield and you never would have thought today that he would have seen him in goals but it's such a good fit at the minute and uh, it's working out really well so the lads aren't just kind of set to the ways like they, they, they can change things up and they've, they've proved that over the last couple of seasons Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. 
For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. One other thing that I wanted to, to mention, and you can, um, you can confirm or deny this, I, know, I realize I'm speaking to an RD man here, but... The, playing the home games in RD, there really seemed to be, and I know like Loud have played in played in Drada for the most part, but they played in Hagerstown, they played kind of in different grounds around the around the county. But I don't know what it is, but it, it felt like they were they were really at home in RD, and they they it's a tight little ground. It's probably one that maybe other counties don't like coming to, or whatever you might want to say about it. It's a fine pitch and it's a fine setup, but it really feels like they kind of they found their kind of nearly spiritual home there. Again, I'm talking to RD man, you're smiling, you're not going to disagree with me. But what, do you think that was a kind of a factor in the kind of momentum they got going around the league this year? I do think it was, Dave. I think that uh, you know they had that kind of home from home kind of feeling to Ardy and in fairness to the Mary's Club, they really embraced it and got behind it. And it was always a big kind of festival kind of feel to it when you kind of got there and arrived. And I was at all the games, we arrived in early and that, and it's it was it was kind of a great buzz around the place. And the lads obviously looked forward to it. They kind of uh, they arrived early themselves, and they kind of there was a bit of a kind of anticipation behind it and that. Whereas you go to a different ground or whatever, and it mightn't just be the same. Not just saying, but any other uh, club ground or whatever within the county but I uh, thought that this year they really uh, embraced the RD pitch and they've done really well when they kind of uh, you can see some of the performance there this year they were outstanding like, and uh, again I mentioned early on the crowd that kind of stayed around after it as well it was kind of nearly a thing that was done after every game like yeah, yeah, had the, the Limerick win the um, you know, then the court game uh, and and they were massive. Like you know, you can see the kind of crowds gathering, gathering each time. So it was really good, and 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 it was uh, well embraced by Mickey and Gavin. They really kind of, I'm sure they'll probably look to get maybe get the the the, the last game. I think is the court game. Uh, maybe too early instead of Navin but that'll depend on obviously health and safety whether they're allowed to play it there but it would be a massive advantage to be able to get the game there because in fairness to the lads they played really well in Ardy mm. this year Yeah I think they have I think they've nominated Navin haven't they as their home ground so it's probably not going to happen but maybe uh, maybe something might change there but at the moment I think it's probably going to be Navin 2-5 to 2 points to carry now a second goal for them I hate to bring you back to 2010 but we can forget about what happened on the day but what what are the players going to be experiencing in the build up to this because I suppose that game back in 2010 the fact that it was Mead brought an extra kind of bit of bit of spice to it and certainly from a local media point of view as well and an LMFM point of view from our point of view I guess <laughs> I think Eamon, Eamon Doyle saw saw the, 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 the problems coming down the tracks way ahead of time one way or the other it was going to work out badly I don't think he could have expected it to go quite as it did but the build up to that game uh, for you like you know you were part of the panel at the time uh, how do how well do you remember it, and what are the lads going to be experiencing in the build up to this Leinster final this week? Ah, look, it's it's massive for the lads, Dave. Like it's um, it's where they want to be, and I suppose it's where they want to go uh, forward now. This group is a young group, and they'll want to be there. But back to twenty ten, I suppose it was great. Like it was um, again, there was the kind of latency around. We we were going well at the time, and we hit the ground running in the Longford game, obviously in two thousand ten, and. Uh, then obviously the Caleo game, the quarterfinal in Navin was massive, and then that kind of like as you said earlier on about the league games, it builds momentum throughout the kind of season, and uh, it builds probably a little bit of belief and structure and desire and that within the group as well, and 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 the whole Loud fans like like Loud is a great following, and all us had a great following, and really get behind the team and that, and you can kind of see that building in 2010, and uh, we then obviously. Uh, beat Westmead in the semi-final and then the build-up to the final was massive like you know what I mean you kind of you get the flag you can see it already around even coming up the road there out of Ardy and that you can kind of see all the houses of the flags up and that kind of buzz is building now and I suppose even next week it'll go into I suppose a euphoria stage now with with, uh, with the build-up because it's a big thing like obviously 13 years a long time uh, getting back to a Leinster final and 
But the lads obviously uh, embrace the whole kind of build up to it and they, they, they'll enjoy it for the week and that. And, you know, it's a great kind of, it must be a great position to be allowed to play out currently. They're going into play Dublin like they've got the. The, the league game out of the way early on this year that was a great test and that was a, probably a great preparation for this game that's coming up coming across and familiarising yourself with the top Dublin players and uh, you know going into this they, they'll definitely believe in themselves and they'll they'll go there with hope and, and uh, definitely going to you know they're not there to take part And but from a point of view of, of looking forward it's great to see uh, it's great to see you coming and, and the players will really embrace and enjoy it, enjoy the build up. It's a big it's a big game for them. You you're a programme in there from uh, in front of you there from last weekend. Um Dublin, I I suppose everybody would have expected them to make short enough work of Kildare. It didn't happen in the end. They only uh, squeaked through by two points. But what are you expecting from next weekend? Do you think that you know that performance from Dublin is an indication of where they're at in terms of they're not maybe firing in all cylinders? We know Gluckson is back in, there's been a lot of discussion around that, but what do you make of Dublin and where they're at at the minute? And you know, on the face of it, I'm certainly expecting Loud to be very competitive next Sunday, as I'm sure you are as well. But it's kind of hard to know where Dublin are at. They absolutely walloped Leash um, with a scoreline that, if you didn't know, you think it was a hurling game. But they really struggled last weekend against against Kildare. So it's kind of hard to know where they're at. Yeah, it's hard to know, Dave. I think, um, look, obviously, Dublin are the greatest probably team that's ever played. And this current group is a lot of them fellas that would be included in that. So, uh, you know... I think it's is it thirteen Leinster championship wins in a in a row. Like you know, it's yeah. it's something unheard of. Like so, uh, you know, the only thing is that has to come to an end at some stage, and you're kind of looking at when will that be, and let have a shot at this next week. But uh, from Dublin point of view, you're looking at last week's game. They probably you know after scoring four thirty one again, at least you would have said that you know, look compared to two teams at the time, you would have said that Dublin should win that comprehensively. But for long periods of that game, they struggle and that so. You're looking at maybe the changes and fellas come back in. You see Cluxon come back after a long time. You're looking at uh, Paul Mannion come back into the team. Brian Howard, um, Niall Scully haven't really been in the team this year. And I think that if Dublin are to get to the heights of winning the All-Ireland again, which they, that'll be their expectation, that they probably need that uh, group of players back on the field together. Maybe some of the fellas that come into the panel haven't been at the same standard as fellas that have left it. Mm. Um, but uh, from that point of view, look at Dublin are still a serious team and... Um, I think that last week, obviously, the fact that they went so close, they'll be a little bit more kind of tuned into this game and they'll really look at it. And we were looking earlier on about the group stage as well. You know, there's a, there's a great opportunity now going into the All-Ireland series for the winners of this game to avoid Kerry and Mayo and Cork. Like, so uh, I think the, the the other group we're looking at there was... Um, Sligo, Roscommon, Kildare. Sligo, Roscommon, Kildare. Like, you know, so that's that's a carrot in itself to go after and that. And uh, But from Dublin point of view, like, they're, they're formidable. They're going to be hard to beat. And uh, But definitely from a loud point of view, de- you're going to have serious belief. Like, you look at half-time in the league game, it was I think it was five points to four and that. Mm. And obviously allowed a couple of chances in that. If they had to take them, the game could have maybe went a different path. So... Um, yeah, definitely uh, looking forward with expectation from a loud point of view. And the other thing, I suppose, again, to go back to the, the Mickey Hart experience, like he will have, obviously he'll have probably has poured over that Dublin Kildare game on several occasions this stage and probably will be doing again this week. But, you know, you couldn't be in, in better hands in terms of a manager who's been there, done it all, has come up against all sorts of teams, all sorts of systems, and himself and Gavin Devlin and, and the backroom guys there will be able to, you know, probably tell like when you have somebody like him in charge this is the other thing you know you will do whatever he tells you because you know he's got the experience and that's the that's the the value of having someone who's done it so they couldn't be in better hands in terms of going into a game against Dublin you can be sure that whatever whatever weaknesses are there in that Dublin team that Mickey and Gavin Devlin will have spotted it and will have told it passed it on to their players 100% agree with you Dave I think you couldn't probably ask for better men to have over you going into this game you've seen what they've done with their own 03, 05 and 08 the 
probably come in as underdogs in certain areas of them years, 05 and 08 to through the qualifier system. But I think it was was the 2008 in Crow Park, Dublin were heavy favourites, they won the Leinster. And uh, Tyrone played them in the quarterfinal and everything was a wet day and mm-hmm. yeah, they, they were building that and, yeah. and they'd done so well that day, they were really well uh, set up and yeah, beat Dublin that day and turned them over and they went on to win the All-Ireland. So yeah, from that point of view, you can kind of see that what structure they're building and how, how they would have looked at that Kaleo game. They probably would have looked at the Leash game as well to see where it's at and reviewed the league game. And they'll have uh, they'll have no stones left unturned in fairness going into this game and they'll have a plan, they'll have a set up and you know and the players will take confidence from that and they'll buy into it and they'll do what they're told to do and like they've done all year and no better men to have over you now going into this game it's it's, it's going to be really exciting and uh, that that aura of invincibility obviously Dublin are still a, a superb team and like so like they're just weighed down with medals um, that that group of lads but that aura of invincibility has sort of slipped a little bit that's not to say now we hope we're not tempting fate here they come out and, and shoot the lights out on Sunday but the Kildare game obviously the league form getting relegated last year okay they bounced back this year in the league but you know the 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 kind of the, the fear around them has kind of gone a little bit, and I I don't for a second think that Louds will be going up there expecting anything other from themselves to, to put in a performance and get a win. I don't think they'll be going up there in any way, shape, or form fearful of Dublin. No, not at all. I don't think they're going to be fearful. Um, I think they'll know that they're in for a massive game, and you know Dublin are such a formidable side. But I suppose if you look back at the last uh, the league, obviously they they probably flattered to deceive this year in the league, which probably took them a while to get going and. Um, like Dublin will have, you know, we have to remember as well. Last year, if they had a probably Conor Callan, they probably would have won the All Ireland. Like you know, and he, he was such a loss mm. in that semi final, and they went so close to winning it. So now, when you look at the likes of Mannion back, McCaffrey back, and and Cluxton back, you know, I feel that they're going to be there thereabouts again this year, winning All Ireland. Like there's not much in it between the likes of the Cork, the, oh, sorry, the Kerrys and the Dublins, and uh, you know, the Galway. So I think that. Uh, it's an area for concern from a loud point of view to say that you know you have to be kind of on the best of your or your game and every chance every moment every opportunity has to be taken and um, that, that they will definitely win with uh, with, with that uh, plan and they're going to look to execute it but I suppose from a loud point of view you're looking for the perfect storm you're looking for everything to hit and everything mm. to happen and mm. maybe one or two things go wrong from a double point of view and you know leave yourself in a chance with five minutes to go is where you want to be like in that game Just very finally I mean we talked about the the pressure being on loud a little bit after the the league performances that they put in and you know they came out the first day against Westmead and were a little bit flat in the first half they turned it around in the second half last week they they put in a good performance awfully just wouldn't go away but they got the better of them in the end but there's no pressure on them and this isn't in any way to to be dismissive or to be uh, condescending or anything at all around Lau's chances because I really think they have a great chance next weekend but there is the pressure is off now they this is the the, the quintessential free hit here and they can go up there without without any kind of you know obviously there's going to be pressure the players put on themselves to put in a performance but in terms of the team themselves probably not many people outside of the county are expecting a lot from them so they can go up there and play maybe with that little bit of freedom they'll obviously have their structure and they're not just going to go out and like you know rip up the game plan and have a go they're going to be very structured about it and they will be very very confident going up there and putting in a performance but they they do have that little bit of pressure off them now because they've they've hit all the targets so far this year and now this is the, the big chance for them to go in and put in a, a performance of a lifetime yeah that's the way it is Dave I think that you know you look back to the how long it is since we probably won Leinster it's back in the 60s like so then the only appearance between that was 2010 so you know while you say it's a free shot I think that the players themselves will see this as an opportunity like a massive opportunity you know to, to, to go after and you know get that coveted Leinster title back to Loudon 
uh, you know they, they definitely won't be going up just to kind of uh, no. appear and to be to be there so they're going to look to really um, you know put in a performance and work hard they're, they're going to understand that they have to be kind of at the best and they have to work so hard to get to, get to where they want to get to um, and then obviously you're looking at uh, the possibility then leaving yourself in with a chance to kind of co- come late and maybe snatch the snatch the win that's what you're looking at but uh, I suppose from, from, from that point of view when you look back to um, 2010 2000 and now 23 you're saying that you're not just going to get up and see, knowing that you're in an All-Ireland series after this I think it's important uh, to go after this game as it is mm-hmm. because you know the provincial series might just be a little bit diluted now because of the way the All-Ireland series is there but this is an opportunity from a loud point of view and they really have to go after both arms and give it absolutely everything knowing that the fallback is you go into an All-Ireland series with some massive games coming up and mm-hmm. it's a great time to be a loud footballer it's a great time to be uh, playing county football because the games is coming up even after this like this is a massive game for the Cunt group and then obviously knowing where they're going to go for the month, the end, the end of May and into June with three massive games coming up after it. It's a fantastic time to kind of be allowed football and it's an exciting time for the county. Absolutely. Well, listen, Darren, thanks so much for popping in. I hope yourself and Colm Corrigan have a good rest for the week, particularly Colm Corrigan. Rest that voice, his no shouting. Save all that for Sunday and hopefully there's plenty to shout about next Sunday. Thanks for popping in, Darren. Thanks a million, Dave. LMFM Sunday Sport With thanks to the LMFM app Download for free now And take us with you everywhere you go Mom deserves the best And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day Than Whole Foods Market They're your destination for unbeatable savings From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers And irresistible desserts Start by saving 33% with Prime On all body care and candles Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.